welcome to another week of makeup masking and murder today i have my best friend my roommate my twin flame as the tattoos on our elbows could say eden straighter hello <laughs> i'm here you're here on my bed it only took years but i am here no i feel like you're low-key a little bitter i'm not i am a little now. bitter it's taken so long i know it's because i'm so bad on air it's fine uh, okay so eden has her own <laughs> podcast that is doing swimmingly so Thank that you. was a lot no i think it's more that i needed to like refine what to talk about it well, needed to be a good introduction onto MMM. No, I'm going to be real. You're such a professional, and I feel like my <laughs> podcast is so casual that I low-key was nervous to have you on. Oh my gosh, wait, but you've been giggling on my podcast. Well, I hadn't. True. Yet. That's fair. You know That's what I mean? fair. That's and, like, I've yeah. seen you, like, do your um, education videos and stuff, and you're just, like, so serious, and mm. I'm like, ah, on yeah. this podcast half the time, so... Well, I'm very honored. I'm sure it won't be very serious this so time. Happy so happy to have you here. So honored. <laughs> okay. Okay. So tell us about you. What do you do? So I am a photographer and educator. That's mm-hmm. how I'm going to round it out right now. Yeah. You know, COVID. You, know, you COVID, wear many hats. I wear many hats right now. COVID has made me look into the other avenues than yeah. normal. Um, but in the normal world, pre-COVID. I was mostly a wedding photographer mm-hmm. and educator, and it's kind of flip-flopped now, and I feel like it's, like, 80% education. Yeah. And then 10% photography, 10% podcast. me talking about therapy and activism. <laughs> Hell, yeah, we love um, Okay, I don't know if I'm an activist or a little bit. I feel like you have to run a nonprofit to be like, I'm an activist. Mm, you're doing you're doing. Thanks. Work. I'm trying my best. Um, yes, I also have a podcast, which has been so fun, which what? Abby taught me everything about podcasting. So, no, thanks. No, no. It's true. Um, tell, what's the name of your podcast? Um, so it's That's My I've Personal Business. Yeah, I'm like, mm, anyway, <laughs> clearly it hasn't been streamed from this bedroom. So <laughs> checking my stats now. Um, it's called That's My Personal Business. And it kind of started with the idea that like our personal lives and our businesses are so intertwined. And so um, I interview people to kind of hear about how their personal lives and businesses are intertwined, but it's also kind of evolved just into like talking about all things personal business and like everything in between. So it's been really fun because I feel like it can kind of be whatever I want it to be, which is great. You've had the coolest people on there. Yeah. It's been so much fun. And yeah, so you'll cover like some lighter topics, some Mm -hmm. heavier topics, like everything in between, like I don't just amazing we just did we've done a couple episodes together we did one about untamed which mm. if you know you follow me on any of my social media accounts I talk about it 24 7 the bible <laughs> chef's kiss chef's kiss um, the bible and then also kind of going in the woo realm we just mm-hmm. did an episode together about pulling cards yes and, and angel numbers angel numbers so I'll drop a link to those as well but yeah. definitely go check out Eden's podcast they're definitely not serious they're very giggly because you were on them <laughs> I, know. I know all of your other episodes are like so and then we're like wild yeah yeah so yeah we live together mm-hmm. we're we roommates now for a we, while we shared a room and a bed, a bed for a while. while you can cut that out if you want but no it's on my no, podcast no, um it yeah we shared, shared a bed for a bit and now we have two, two rooms two, two. i don't yeah. see you as often it's kind of sad mm. we just got new plants yesterday that's a fun oh, update my gosh we got to, you'll have to please share a photo of our yes, plants i will because we so got like a cart full of plants for our apartment like i'm like between both of us we spent 
Oh, I don't want to talk about <laughs> I don't even want to talk about how There's so, so many plants in our apartment so now. Many. It's the best. So many. I love it's it. It's so dreamy. And this is like podcast loft studio. No, that's, that's a stretch. Seems excessive. Close, though. But it feels like it today. Our apartment decoration is like my claim to fame. We've oh done so gosh. well. It's so cute. We'll post photos. Yeah. You can just take a really cute. cute photo of us in the mirror. And I looked really not excited to do this. Yeah. I hope the fans saw that so they could yeah. get really pumped for my episode. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we are doing a Halloween special. Yes. Which I feel like I kind of roped you in. You're not too into spooky stuff like I am. Well, I think you like me anyway. Yes. I do love you anyway. And I think my thing with spooky is not that. I mean, no. Okay. I don't like it. But I feel like it's more just I'm terrified of it. Like, I'm so easily spooked that I think that's really what it, like, comes down to. But I... But now you live with... But now I live with you. Someone who wishes Um, that... Sharing stories that... our third roommate. Yes, honestly. So now I have all these really fun stories Stories. to share. Yeah, so we we put out a call to action and we got a few stories. Mm -hmm. And then Eden's got her own at the end. I Um, do. But before we dive into that, obviously, product spotlight. Yes. Do Do I go? first or do you want to you go first okay so this week i'm talking about this one's a little different this is the hemp cbd body moisturizer Mm, i love it it's so good and it's lavender oil which anyone who knows me i would drink lavender syrup Mm -hmm. if i could yep um this is just really nice like it's a really good moisturizing moisturizer Oh, wow. Mm, so glad it does sentence. its job. <laughs> no, but like, so I've bought other hemp moisturizers and some of them are too thick. Where really? Like they can't like rub in. Well, this is a better formula with that oil. Yeah. Well, in the CBD lavender combo, I'll oh. like put it on my arms and like even my Pass feet off. before bed. And I feel like I just like knock out. Like oh, yeah. it's so lovely. And you're like, mm. <laughs> there was one night, I think it was the first week that I lived here. And I just like had gotten my bed set up, like was so excited. And Eden came in one night. She was gone. She came in, and I'm in here with a candle lit. Like, did it just smell like lavender when oh, we walked yeah. in? Oh, yeah. It just was like, just like, you were so zenned out. I was so zenned out. It was amazing. So, yeah, this lotion is amazing. You can get it at Ulta. I'm pretty sure they sell hemp at Sephora. I will link where to buy it. But, yeah, so it's, it is CBD, but it doesn't have THC. Mm-hmm. It's gluten-free. It's cruelty-free. It's dye-free, paraben-free, and 100% vegan. I love that. It does feel very, like, light and clean, which I like. Because, yeah. yeah, I feel like sometimes even, like, nighttime yeah. moisturizers can be kind of, like, thick and... Well, know. so, weird fact about me. I used to put lotion on, but then I'd wash my hands after because I hate how a lotion would feel on my hands. What? Because it'd be, like, greasy, you know? This yeah. doesn't do that. That's... I put this on my hands. Anti or what's redu- no no what's the it, word? It, it it just contradictory it out. Yeah, yeah contradictory yeah so hemp CBD it has three hundred milligrams of CBD I don't really know what that means oh yeah you're really going so. into all the facts I love it but yeah it's great so it is good I love you bought that for me as a gift actually mm-hmm. and I love it I did so tell me about yours um okay so you no I'm obsessed with mine it is angels on bare skin from lush oh, I swear this is the first product I ever heard like literally I talk about it to anyone that will listen to me mm-hmm. because my acne is back a la covid I think a la um masks. a la masks but angels on bare skin is like this it is like an almond lavender, which is fun, mm. an almond lavender scrub. And it's a face and a body scrub. And I literally chalk it up to like curing my acne and all my friends and family who have used it. It's like cleaned up their acne as well. And I love it because it's an exfoliant, but the lavender and especially the almond oil, yeah, it's like 
so moisturizing. Like right after you use it, your face is so moisturized I'm not and soft. Lie. I've maybe tried it <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> yes, you I sneak, are. you sneaky, Ooh, don't you act, sneaky mom. Don't act like you haven't tried anything of mine. To be fair, I've probably used your body wash. Yeah. so yeah but i'm dead it's so good though right it's so good. like and that's the thing too is like even when my acne's bad i i just love the way it makes my skin feel if my eczema starts kind of acting up oh, i'll use it on my body because okay. it's a body scrub that, those winter seasons yeah because it's just so great because it like exfoliates but i feel like exfoliants just naturally dry out your skin but mm-hmm. because of the almond oil you like leave so soft and like buttery mm-hmm. Oof, everyone Oof. should get it it's so Oof. good and you can get it at lush yeah which i always just like place a big order of them online but it's great because you can get like well what i love about lush is they'll give out samples so you could always just go get a sample of it yeah um but if not they there's like a really small version well you like buy it based on weight at lush which is nice so you can get like a really tiny serving if you want but usually mine costs like 30 dollars but it lasts like two months at least like it lasts like normal yeah it goes like a long way i really love it um eden's the one who got me hooked on lush i mentioned in a previous episode those solid perfumes oh i love those solid perfumes so yeah place your big lush order and get Charity pot lotion too. Ooh. Charity pot lotion so good from Lush. I could literally talk about Lush okay. all day. Top four Lush things. Okay. They're placing an order today. What do they order? Angels on bare skin. One. Charity pot lotion. Mm-hmm. Karma the hard perfume. Mm-hmm. Get the scent Karma. And oh, I love they have um these little face cleanser bombs and they look like smiley faces and um they have one that like removes your makeup and stuff Mm -hmm. too it's like just like a makeup removing one but it also moisturizes i can't remember what it's called but it's like it's little yellow smiley face guy it's so i used to use that one all the time for you yeah i loved it there's like a little pink smiley face too i think i used them both actually and they were so cute and i loved like what they did for my skin so amazing amazing that's Um, the order also sorry should have asked this back when we were talking about your job but tell us like social media is where everyone can find you oh yeah so you can find me just at eden straighter which is like i don't know you'll i don't need to say my name a ten thousand times but yeah it's like eden straighter on pretty much everything so perfect yeah perfect okay (laughs) well do we go spooky do i ruin your life so you have three stories right so i have two stories of other people's and and one one of of my own so i'm gonna have you go first and then i'll go and we'll just go back and forth do I tell my story first or the no, other people's story first? No, let's tell yours last. Okay, hee hee. Okay, so my first one is a possession story that someone sent in, and this one's anonymous, oh. um, which I haven't told you this one, yeah. so this is fun. So she says, so my great-grandma was in a care home, and my grandpa, so like her son, the mm-hmm. grandma's son, was down the hall filling out some forms. A little backstory, my grandma had been pretty out of it for a few months now and couldn't remember her kids' names, couldn't get out of bed to oh. walk, stuff like that, so like pretty sad situation. She's yeah pretty gone um so it says back to the story my grandpa's down the hall and hears two of the nurses start screaming he runs towards them and they say it's your mom something is wrong with your mom so her grandma's name oh so the grandpa's name is steven and his mom couldn't remember his name so he walks into the room and sees her pacing and she's been bedridden apparently she's pacing i know she's pacing back and forth in her room and she's mumbling under her breath in a low voice and she notices her grand the grandpa so her son standing there and flips her head towards him and says get out and then he starts trying to calm her down but she starts yelling and calling him by his name saying things like they're going to get you steven which I'm like, feel my neck. Feel my I know, I'm like, right I now. just got full body chills. And then um, he finally got her to sit down and she fell asleep and she passed away a week later. 
And then she said, like, when her grandpa tells the story, he says, like, the hair on, like, the back of his neck stood up and he, like, had never felt so much evil in a room. And the grandma had been in and out of consciousness for a few weeks before this event. And so we kind of wonder if that made it easier for her to be possessed. Yeah. Um, Flash forward to when we were cleaning out her 100-year-old house and we found at least four Ouija boards. What? Yes. Which that's how she wrapped up the story and I'm like, what? You're like, there's more to the story. Yeah, the great grandma just had four Ouija boards in there? Four feels wild. Like a lot. A lot of, what do you even need that many for? You don't even have enough arms to use all those at the same time. Like one is One seems excessive in the Ouija board (laughs) sport. Four? Four. Holy hell. Isn't that creepy though? Wow. I hope everyone okay yeah i know i mean it sounds i mean it sounds like yeah yeah. okay okay so i have one this is from holly welch hi holly you know holly Holly, yes hello together and i remember her telling me this this is a great story so she called it the haunting of baskin robbins shop all of our high school jobs right so my first job as a 16 year old was scooping ice cream at baskin robbins it was located in clearfield utah and the building was pretty old um, she said, I had a few experiences that couldn't really be explained that freaked me out. One of my best friends also worked there, and we both witnessed some of these things happening during a couple of our shifts. Little backstory, there was a refrigerator that held a lot of toppings that had to be kept cold, so like fruit okay. and all of that. Yeah. Also, Stand- did you ever work at Standard like ice cream, cream procedure. Did you? Um, no, I worked at Culver's, so they had like okay. frozen custard, but not like an ice cream shop. frozen yogurt shop. Mm. Mm. Good times. Good, good stuff. Good old red mango. Um, oh my gosh, of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. There was a counter on top of that and a shelf above that. The shelf was a pretty good size and it had a metal holder of like wooden spoons. So I'm picturing okay. like one of those IKEA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, not wooden spoons, metal spoons. We always had it in the center of the shelf. They always had that in the center of the shelf, though, okay. not on the edge. Um and then next to that was a heavy machine that was used to mix the soft serve ice cream and toppings, kind of like a blizzard, which also after... I'm just going to, sorry, chime in here. If you worked at Culver's, the stuff that they make the ice cream with that's like liquid... Oh, it's like it's, sacks of cream. It's so gross. It's not cute. It's so gross. Yeah. It can't be good for your arteries <laughs> no. at all. So that was also always pushed back on the counter, and it had a plastic shield that hooked on in front of it. She said, okay, now for the creepy part. It was after hours, and my friend and I were closing down the store. I was in the front part of the store sweeping and mopping, and she was behind the counter in the back room. And the opposite end of the counter is where the fridge and the blizzard machine were. And out of nowhere, they hear a loud noise in the corner where the fridge and mixing machine were. When they got over there, they saw that all the metal spoons had fallen off the counter into the floor and the blizzard machine was pushed all the way up to the edge of the counter and the shield was off and was on the floor. What? Like ripped off. (laughs) We were so freaked out and instantly felt like the place was haunted. We had cameras in there and asked our boss to check them, but they didn't believe us and wouldn't. They wouldn't get involved. They wouldn't get involved. Wouldn't get their hands dirty. They said the refrigerator would shake sometimes, and that's what would have made the spoons fall. They thought, okay, maybe, but kind of hard to explain how a 20-pound machine that was pushed against a wall literally moved up yeah. the edge of the counter. 20 and then, pounds? Yeah. And then the shield ripped off. No, thank you on the shield. And the shield, the wasn't shield like is a no for me. Because the shield, you have to think it's one of those things where you lift up. Yeah, right? why would it be so ripped off? So why would it fall down? It just doesn't make sense. Mm. 
She also said she witnessed spoons falling off, the spoons falling off more than one occasion. Luckily, I didn't have any other creepy stuff happening during this time, but I definitely believe it's haunted. I think we should go. Ew, you can go alone. I'll wait outside. (laughs) I'll carpool. Thank you, Holly. That's so creepy. Scary town. And I remember, like, closing. Oh my gosh, closing any job, especially when you're a teenager, I just feel like is the creepiest thing ever. Yeah, like, anything you hear, you're like, well, that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, I will die tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. But also, kind of scary. I remember, like, taking the garbage and stuff out at night and. I, I don't know. There were times when when you had to take stuff to the bank and you were like, "Oh my gosh, someone's gonna rob me!" Actually, yeah. when you're taking that envelope, I remember it always. Being oh, such a, for like, work, I didn't ever have to do that. Oh, I don't think I was like I wasn't a manager, but I kind of was. Yeah, I'd like have to go drop off Ooh, money. At spooky. The bank, and that always felt like I was gonna get robbed, as yeah. if someone was sitting outside in Red Utah, Mango in yeah. Utah waiting for. Oh my gosh, in Red Mango, they're like, <laughs> "Do you know who we're targeting today?" <laughs> Red Mango, Red, Lehigh Red Mango. <laughs> so funny. Okay, that's amazing. Okay, this is the next one. Wait, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, is from Christine Matthews Photography on Instagram at. Um, and she says, not my story, but still scares me. My husband is a recovering addict and he did meth in his basement and he said he opened a gate to hell. Okay, which drug stories in basements always oh, yeah. I'm already like, oh, Ooh, no. here we go, spooky town. Um, he said there were shadow people, and he tried to open a door, and someone wouldn't let him out. He was the only one at home. Um, uh, the shadow no, people. No, thank you. Hair stand up on the back. Shadow of my people stuff. Because that kind of goes along with my story, too. Shadow yeah. people stuff is so creep. Um, so when I started dating him, we stayed at that house during Christmas, and I slept in the basement. I would wake up between 2 and 4 and would see a shadow person pacing around the room. Mm-mm. No, thank you. No, thank you. I believe he, very positive it was a male, is a lost soul and still stuck down there searching for him and waiting for him to use drugs again so he can vicariously live through him and experience that moment again. I've told a small number of people about this story, and surprisingly large amounts of people have also seen the gate to hell opening when using drugs super creepy and makes you think and makes you kind of wonder if a lot of people have the same experience that may that maybe it is closer to reality than we want to believe which i totally think that i believe that for sure 100 like, percent. i don't know i feel like i've heard stories about this too much for oh especially with honestly meth specifically yeah. like i've yeah. heard that a ton and also just like i think anytime spirits get like welcomed into a place if they're not like purposefully cleansed they just Mm -hmm. like hang out there oh yeah which i mean fair fair play yeah it's their place their new home yeah oh my gosh that's so crazy yeah also waking up oh i hate stories about people waking up at the same time in the middle of the night every time oh yeah and like seeing stuff at the same time i'm like no 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 thanks no thanks toodaloo sayonara chumbucket yeah i was gonna say sayonara chumbucket not for me okay so this story is from bailey low hi bailey hope you're doing well she was um my niece and nephew's nanny oh cute yeah okay so she wrote growing up i never believed in god souls ghosts or anything like that i had two cats that wandered in and out of the house as they pleased and three dogs my saint bernard cute adorable cody and um slept with me on the bed every night he was fiercely protective of me growling at anyone who seemed harmful speaking of core has been really quiet core has been quiet this whole episode yeah (laughs) 
He would go so far as to bark and growl at my dad if he raised his voice. My parents consistently left me alone while they went camping or worked, but I was totally fine and felt safe with the animals surrounding me. One weekend while we were camping a few hours away and I had all the dogs and cats in my room with the door open and I sleep with my door closed unless home alone. This encounter happened repeatedly, pretty much guaranteed to happen if I was home alone for more than a few nights. No, 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 no. In the middle of the night, I would wake up. I would feel like a lucid dream, everything fuzzy and grainy, but I was stuck to my bed. Cody was growling. My cats were on either side of the doorway, just staring in. In the doorway, all I could see was a dark shadow. No. No. I don't want to learn about any of this. At least I'm here for a while. I know. I was like, good grief. I am not sleeping alone. I'm so sorry. A figure that resembled a human, but without any solid form. Oh, oh, Bailey, this analogy. Love. Think a Dementor, but less shape and no arms or face. No. It just stood there in the doorway with an angry and evil presence. My dogs went crazy with barking and my cats wouldn't stop staring. I'd wake up in the morning remembering every single second of it. The nightmare, dream encounter, whatever you called it. It happened about five or six times throughout (gasps) my teenage years, but only at that particular house and in that particular room. I've never felt any other ghosty presences ever again, so I'm not sure what to think of it. Enjoy. Love MMM and your whole family. Cute. Thanks, Bailey. This is horrible, though, but I'm glad that Bailey, I'm sure you're a nice person, but why? (laughs) Why? I hope this never happens to you again. It sounds like it isn't, though, so. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I hope you never have to go in that room again in your whole life. Honestly, this reminds me... This is pretty close to what you're about. Yeah, I feel like this is, like, my story. Okay. So, this is Eden's Eden's This is my own personal ghost story and, like, the only ghost. Is it really? It's literally not that I can remember. Um, I've definitely, like, I have friends that, like, are kind of medium-y and, like, Mm -hmm. can sense presence. And, like, I remember I was hanging out with them once and they were talking about it so much and I got so spooked and I kept, like, thinking I was seeing something in the corner of the room. So, I feel like I've felt things before but this is the only time i've like seen a figure um so basically it's not as cool and spooky as hers but um basically i woke up in the middle of the night once um and at this point i was living like with my ex because i feel like that's unfortunately a part of the story but i was like living with my ex and i remember waking up in the middle of the night and seeing like a giant dark figure of a man like only like like how tall Like like tall like seven feet tall but it was like like would it like all the way <laughs> no not like all the way to the ceiling but like a foot taller than we are like it was oh, yeah. like like it would have loomed over me okay. um and it was very distinctly i remember it like a figure of a man like very was distinct any was it just all dark though yeah it was like a silhouette almost okay. is okay. how i describe it kind of like fuzzy around the mm-hmm. edges though like clearly not like a human a human in the room Ooh, my chest feels like dark and like heavy even thinking about it because it was the worst no it's okay i will need a sage spray after but i just remember waking up and seeing it and just screaming like i just remember screaming to wake my ex up because i was so like like it was so distinct because again i've never like i felt stuff but it was like oh my gosh there's someone in my house so for a moment did you think there was someone yeah i thought there was someone in the house um and it wasn't so like basically all i remember from that part is like he got me back asleep and then in the morning he was like hey do you remember like last night and i was like no what are you talking about and he was like you were screaming at like the corner of the room 
and you were screaming that someone was in the room and then it like all came back to me um and I was like oh my gosh yes there was like a dark figure of a man in that corner specific because it was the corner closest to my bed I remember um and I was like explaining what had happened and he was saying we had two dogs at the time he was saying that both the dogs were like barking at that corner yeah because he didn't see anything so he didn't even like know where i had seen it or like what i had seen but yeah he was like wait yeah like cora and newt were barking at that corner of the room specifically when the animals get involved just like oh yes when the animals are involved i feel like that's when it's like okay like yeah especially because like well you know cora cora barks at stuff all the time so if i started screaming cora would probably bark anyway but newt never barked yeah. that's what was so creepy is like newt never barked he never got aggressive he never got defensive bark, yeah I, he never got defensive so that's what was so wild is that they were both like and barking she wouldn't she at, wouldn't bark and he'd start yeah and he was barking like that's no, what like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like, no like, no he yeah. wouldn't react like just based on her barking so that's what was like so creepy is that like newt was also barking at that corner um and yeah that's like and i've kind of gone back and forth on being like well what if it was like you know an ancestor what and then i'm like no it was so dark it was, very it was such a dark feeling feeling and even now when i think about it i'm like oh it was so spooky like it was the grossest feeling wow so if you're the guy that bought my house for me i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> look out sorry, in that master bedroom <laughs> shut up Dude, thanks for sharing yep. even though i know that's your worst nightmare it's okay i'll tell that story because it's give you mine a sage spray thank you this, i'll need it but... on my chest but wow yeah well, that's mine amazing i'm so yeah. happy to finally have you on and Dude, i'm gonna have you I on know. again soon we've got to cover a couple true true I know. stories i and need to you. emotionally prepare for those yeah we need to decide what one we'll do but eden yeah. will be back soon guys i mean we live together we do <laughs> i'm oh. pretty convenient okay, so one more time though where everyone can okay yeah you. so everyone can find me at eden straighter on instagram and then just yeah my and then my podcast is that's my personal business on spotify and apple Podcasts. um and everyone don't forget to vote <gasps> oh my gosh yes is this going live before yeah it is. okay vote 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 like human lives depend on it because they do because they do okay that's all we'll say so much for coming on here i love you and everyone happy halloween i hope you have a spooky amazing day even though this year is clearly very different but all the spooky vibes your way watch your favorite halloween movies do all the things and we will talk to you soon goodbye bye This episode of Make a Masking and Murder was brought to you by me, your host, Abby Evans, with special thanks to our amazing production manager, Brad Newfeld. Our theme song and music are written by David Evanhoff, owner of David Evanhoff Sound Designs, with vocals by the amazing Emily Starr and David Evanhoff. Thank you to this amazing team and all of our wonderful guests. And don't forget to go rate and review on Apple Podcasts and visit us on Instagram at, at Make a Masking and Murder. And we will see you next week.